The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Good morning. Happy Epiphany. Thank you. Let us pray. Holy God, help us to be wise men, wise women. Amen. Today we celebrate and remember the visitation of the wise men, the Magi, to baby Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Tradition holds that there were three named Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar who bore gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. However, the Bible does not actually tell us how many there were. It only says plural wise men. And it mentions the gifts, and it doesn't mention their names. But you know what we know for sure we know that they were definitely men and not women. Do you know why? Because if they had been women, they would have brought something that they could have actually used, like diapers, maybe some formula, some burp rags, you know, um, a baby Bjorn to carry the baby. But no, these men brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Highly valuable, maybe not so practical. We also know that they were definitely men and not women because if they were women, they would have stopped and asked for directions. The wise men were stubborn. They said, well, we know this star. We have this ancient prophecy. We're just going to keep going. 
until they got lost and they marched right up to King Herod of all people in Jerusalem. And when they asked Herod where the Messiah was to be born, the funny thing is Herod doesn't even know. The king of the Jews, the so-called leader of Israel, doesn't even know. Some kind of a ruler he was. So Herod asks some other people who would know, and they find out he was to be born in Bethlehem, according to the prophecy. And before the wise men set out to Bethlehem, Herod pulls him aside and says, listen, when you find this child, let me know so I can go and worship him too. And he found out exactly when the star appeared so he could know the age range of Jesus. But did Herod actually want to go worship Jesus? No. He was a liar. He wanted to kill Jesus. Herod is known for having killed his own children in order to preserve his power. Herod used the military might of Rome to extend his power, to kill in mass hundreds of children. And that's in the Bible, the massacre of the innocents. Of course, he didn't say he was doing it to extend his power, at the time he would have said he was doing it for security. Politicians use religion for their own power consolidation. I often hear people complain that churches have gotten too political. Just the other day I was down at the Super 8 Motel here in Upland on 7th and the manager was telling me this. You see, I go to the Super 8 Motel once in a while because there's a person that you, we, our church has been sponsoring, a good person, a hard-working person that was living in their car. They were homeless, and now they currently live at the Super 8 Motel. Occasionally, they'll help out around the church. They'll do other things, and we once in a while, pay for their hotel room. So the manager has gotten to know me because he sees me once in a while. And he's gotten to ask me theological questions. He identifies as a Hindu. And he says, you know, I haven't been very interested in Christianity, but seeing that your church does this, this is the first time I'm interested in what Christians are doing. You're actually doing something good. And then he said, let me ask you a question. What do you think about the situation in the world right now, the war? And I was honest with him. I said, I think that there should be a ceasefire. He was surprised to hear me say that. And then he said, I really encourage you not to let the politicians use religion as it happens. And so it raises the question, how do we keep politics out of religion? How do we be pure? Do we do that by being silent? By never talking about issues? You know, silence is complicity. If an atrocity or a genocide is being committed and we're silent, then we are condoning it. As a great Lutheran prophet, George Johnson said, silence is not the answer. 
The only way to keep politics out of religion is for religion to stand up, speak up, and demand that politicians wake up and listen to what is the will of God and what is the will of God's people. And the will of God, God has declared in Jesus Christ that we are saved by grace. Every human being, therefore, deserves peace, a ceasefire, food, water, health care. That is grace. And how do we accomplish this? How do we stand up to politicians, despicable rulers? Well, we can learn something from the wise men. Think about their example. Herod gave them an order. Come back and tell me where this child is. Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, before returning, they had a dream. And apparently they all had the same dream. And it was a simple, clear message. Don't comply with Herod. And so the Bible tells us that they disobeyed. They went home a different way. That is what we call civil disobedience. The wise men gave Jesus material gifts. That's good. That's charity. Very highly valuable things that, yes, it would have helped Mary and Joseph. But children need more than charity. They need justice. When rulers are bent on killing children, it's our duty to disobey them. That is pure religion. That is what makes a magi wise. I look out before me and I see wise men and I see wise women. I see people before me who are generous. I see people who are willing to keep religion pure and if necessary, to disobey rulers who have gone astray. It was either St. Paul or one of his protégés that wrote Ephesians. Thank you for reading it this morning, Ingrid. And they say that the mystery of the ages has been revealed in Jesus. It is grace so that Gentiles and Jews are both saved. And then Ephesians says that the purpose of the church is to proclaim the truth to rulers who are on high. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 says this, and I quote, through the church, the wisdom of God in its rich variety might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This is our vocation that we have been called to do, to speak the truth and make the knowledge of God known to the rulers. We are to be the light of truth shining in the darkness. We are the star guiding the way. Isaiah prophesied in chapter 60 that a time would come when thick darkness would cover the land. And at such a time, light would break through, break through the darkness from God's own people. Nations would stream toward the light and their riches would fill the land. We might think we have abundance, but let me tell you this, we have not yet seen abundance. We have not yet seen the magnitude of heaven coming here. 
a time of peace is coming here on earth. Healing of our every ill is coming. It is riding on the wings. The Spirit of God is alighting upon us. So shine forth. Still, yet more brightly, we shall shine. Amen. Please stand as you're able for our hymn of the day. <laughs>